Hey y'all, welcome back to The Ring Dish, the dish on all things wedding planning. We're doing that thing where we take real questions from real brides and we talk about them right here. We kind of started this for two reasons. One, because actually three, okay? One is because let's all be honest, we love other people's drama. Like we hate when drama is in our lives and we want to get it out as soon as possible. And we want that for you too. Don't get me wrong. But like, it's sometimes indulgent to listen to other people's drama and speculate on it Two, There are some things that I won't comment in a bride group. And I think I speak for both of us when I say like, I have opinions, but I won't comment them for like a variety of reasons. You get it. You've been there. You wanted to comment, but you didn't for one reason or another. But then three, because some of the subject matter in these posts is actually really important and we can offer constructive advice and we want to for you. Okay. I feel like I just had to justify that because we're both already fired up about this one. This gal is from across the pond somewhere, and you'll see what I mean. I am not going to try an accent because I'm not good at it, and I don't know if it's offensive, but uh, we can name her at the end of this. Mary's good at naming people, so we'll name her at the end of this. Okay, so she says, one of my bridesmaids, I have seven, who I've been close friends with for two years, has upset me a lot. A group of 16 of us went on my hen party this weekend which uh, for anybody who is unfamiliar with that verbiage, that's a bachelorette party. All my close friends and a few family members, including my mom and my fiance's sister. This one friend was absolutely over the top. She kept shouting, this weekend is about me and made comments about how she is the best looking one here. My mom surprised me with a naked butler, which go mom, that's awesome. And it was so funny. This friend again took over being extra loud. And then when I took my place in the party game, which was biting tape off of his body blindfolded, she made a comment to me saying, can't wait to show your fiance these videos. So he sees you've cheated on him and he might marry me instead. She also took over the night again. She lent a lot of money to a few of the members of the party saying she was skint. She also lent. No, she also lent a lot of money off a few members saying she was skint. Okay. I feel like I'm going to have to look up some of that later, but I get, I think I get what it means. She She was short on cash. (laughs) Okay. Okay. She lent, she borrowed borrowed money money because she was broke. There we go. Sorry. I'm American. She made a few comments to my mom regarding her being the most important part of the bridal party. Oh, I can't even finish this without barfing. We've got home and honestly, I broke down. She ruined my time. All of the other girls there have mentioned how crazy she was. I don't know how to bring all this up as I know it will turn into an argument. She's a very defensive person. Also, I am worried about the wedding day and her turning it into being about her. Help with like five Ps. Okay. What's her name? What's the bride's name? Oh, I was thinking of a British name and the only one I can think of is Emily. I was too Emily <laughs> Waltham from Friends. Ross is Emily. Well, we already had an Emily. I know. I feel like uh, Olivia is a very, uh, Phoebe is also Ooh. very, like, Let's not on the Let's do Kate. Friends. Kate. Hello, Kate. This could be the shortest episode of all time. Fire her. Well, I want to start dissecting this from, like, the top down. Okay. First. Let's do that. First, 16 people at a bachelorette party. You are Y'all, you are bound to have issues if you have 16 females in one location hanging out together all weekend. 
everybody has a different personality. And especially if you're not all one big friend group, you're pulling people in like your mom and your fiance, sister and friends from college and friends from home, there's always going to be issues. So I just want to prepare you for that now. It doesn't matter how well you think they'll mesh or how, say like you have two artistic friends. Well, they don't always mix. It's like water and oil, y'all. How do I know? From experience. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a smaller bachelorette party too. That was very small. Yeah. Um, Okay. So now that we've, we already know there was already bound to be drama. This just happens to be the biggest drama of the weekend. Um, I am with Angela and fire her. However, um, this could talk about why this, well, this could be another issue of like pent up resentment, unresolved issues, like we talked about last Friday. Um, so I think when we originally, Angela is really good about finding these questions. When Angela originally brought this question up, it was like, whoa, slap to the face, very polarizing, absolutely get rid of her. But you've asked this person to be in your bridal party. That means they play a very important role in your life or have played a very important role in your life up to this point. Um, so it is worth taking the time to sit down with them. You need to have some neutral people there as well in this conversation. So maybe a mutual friend who was also at the bachelorette party who witnessed it, and maybe a mutual friend who was not at the bachelorette party who did not witness it to all sit down together. And you ask these two mutual friends to just sit there and try to, if if this friend gets defensive or if you start getting defensive or overly worked up, you need to make sure that it, it, it doesn't feel like that friend is being ganged up on because that will only make them get more defensive. You need to make sure you have those neutral parties there to also help you see it from a different perspective and that friend see it from a different perspective. Not saying yeah, that's really good. I'm not saying that the bride here did anything wrong, but we're only seeing one side of the story. Right. And that's such an excellent point. Like we're only operating off of the information we have. And I don't know about y'all, but when I retell a story, I usually tell it the way that makes myself look good, but is also closest to the truth. (laughs) So um, it could be possible that there are some key details getting left out here. The reason Mary says like bring people with you is because just to remind everybody, she's saying like Kate is saying, Kate is our bride, remember? So Kate is saying, I don't know how to bring this all up which to me says that Kate has decided that she needs to, but she doesn't know how to, as I know, it will turn into an argument. She is a very defensive person. So Kate is scared of the argument part of it. And just as a quick reminder to everybody about everything in your life, you can confront somebody without it turning into like a fire and brimstone raging fight. Um, Especially if you do it calmly and um, without attacking the other person. So having other people there can help you do that. Now, I totally agree with that approach. If you, with the caveat of, if you want to keep this person in your life, devil's advocate, she said, Kate said she has been close with this bridesmaid for two years, close friends with this bridesmaid for two years. Maybe that warrants a spot in your bridal party. Maybe it doesn't, but is this a person 
that you want to take with you into the next chapter of your life. Because I also see it from the perspective of like, I had uh, emphasis on the word had a friend in my life, or actually I've had a couple friends in my life that are like this, like everything you go out and everything becomes about them. And even on the day where it's finally supposed to be about you, whether that's your birthday or bachelorette party, or God forbid your wedding day, it somehow becomes about them. And they're very hyper-focused on themselves without some intense therapy. They will always be that way. So if you are okay with that, and the friendship is worth it, then move forward with that friendship. But if that is what is bothering you about this person, know that without them noticing that about themselves and deciding to change, it's not going to change. And you either have to accept that about them and love them anyway, or decide that you don't actually want this person in your life. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I know this is hard to think about in the when you're in the thick of it, or when you're in your current season, but sometimes friends are only meant to be in one season of your life or a couple seasons of your life and they fade away. And that is okay. And once you start accepting that, you will not hold resentment for like towards them or about them for getting more distant. It it's just how it is. Um, what's that saying? Like it ebbs and flows or webs and flows. What is that? Ebbs. Yeah. Ebbs and flows. Like there will be times when you drift away and times when you come back together, that's just what happens. And you have to cherish the time with your people in your life. When you have it, you might not have it next year. Like you might have different close friends, on your next birthday and you won't be spending it with that friend. So just like cherish the memories that you have and it's okay to let go of friendships. Yep. One last thing, cause I cannot not say it. The fact that she said, I can't wait to show these to your fiance. So he'll see that you cheated on him and he might marry me instead. There's not a lot of reasons I wouldn't have asked her to leave right then and there. So like, if that is all true and that's like in context, and if that happened the way that I'm reading it, girl, bye, you know? Absolutely. And again, it sounds from the information we have that this person ruined your one and only bachelorette party. It's not necessarily a weekend that you can go and do again, right? because talking from experience, it was supposed to be your one weekend about you and Everybody was who was there was there for you, except now this one person. And you can't go back and redo it without that one person or change that one person's attitude. Yeah. And so it just sucks. And I do fear that this person, especially because she is a bridesmaid, like there were 16 people on this trip together and this one ruined the trip and happens to be a bridesmaid. So since she is a bridesmaid, it is super possible that yes, she will also do this on your wedding day. Or I mean- she will also behave a similar way on your wedding day. Oh, yeah. And like while y'all are getting ready for the wedding day, yeah, yeah. make hair and makeup team redo her look three times while you haven't even gotten in the chair and we're running behind for photos. Also, an excellent example pulled by thin air out of pulled by Mary out of thin air, except based on true circumstances. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Thank you for not being that bridesmaid for me. I can't tell you how, how grateful I am that you were not that for me. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we all deserve to have a bridesmaid like Mary, who is literally just there to like help you sparkle. 
that that is what if actually that should be the new criteria for bridesmaids everywhere. If your bridesmaids are there to help you sparkle, then they get to stay. And if they are not, then they must leave. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Just you guys are just there to sparkle. Like um, if you guys watch Fuller House, female wolf pack, lady wolf pack, she they, wolf pack. the she wolf pack. Oh, <laughs> they they dress up as fairy godmothers for something and dj has her little wand and she's like oh no i'm just here to sparkle <laughs> that that is all of you brides okay yes. you are just there to sparkle yes <sighs> we did it all right y'all okay i also again want to know your thoughts or your take on this episode. So head over to our Instagram, find this post and leave us a comment of what you think this bride, our lovely bride, Kate should do. I want to add this. She is not one of our brides. We just named her and now she's ours. <laughs> she is my and, Kate and she will be mine. Yeah. And we took, <laughs> we took her home and now we're keeping her. Yeah. <laughs> That was um, my squishy. From, yeah. I want yeah. everybody to know that's from Finding Nemo. That's oh. not like a weird thing I just said. <laughs> I thought it was super obvious, but then I have to remember that we're talking to people who were like maybe born after Finding Nemo came out. Yeah. Finding Nemo came out when I was a freshman in high school. How do I know? I went and saw it after summer school. Oh, what a good memory. Why was I in summer school? Just for fun. Real life real life went to Whoa. summer school for fun yep I can honestly say that I never did that as much as I I actually did like school never did that almost every summer I did summer school for fun nerd alert <laughs> <laughs> not uh not so much in high school but like junior high and like second second grade through junior high probably did summer school almost every year wow um, we totally derailed, but Hey, it's, <laughs> and it's almost summer. Yeah. I can feel it in the air. Yep. It's hot today in Texas. Yeah. Y'all happy planning. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See y'all later. <laughs>